If you're somebody who needs to use social media to move product, to build a team, to grow your business, you've got to use stories. It just doesn't happen in your feed posts. It's all about stories. But so many people have no idea what to post the stories or they just run out of ideas or they feel like there's just nothing interesting going on. So why should I post the stories? I get it. And sometimes you just need some inspo. So I'm going to give you some for free. I'm going to give you 50 story ideas. These are simple things you can use right now on your Instagram stories or even on your TikTok stories. You don't always have to go on camera. These are things that you can post to your stories that keep people engaged, that serve your audience, that build your audience, and you can grab them right now for free. Just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash story. Again, that's instaclubhub.com forward slash story. And as always, that link is also in our show notes. Hey there, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe, where I'm going to be speaking to you about ways to build a stronger community on Instagram. Super excited to get to talk about this topic today. And I think it's really important because building a strong community on Instagram is important for more than just engagement's sake. It, of course, will help you get more views. It'll help you get more comments and help you make sure that your engagement stays high. But it's more important than that. It's more important even than from a customer standpoint. Of course, if people really feel like they're a plugged in member of your community, they're more likely to become a customer, a repeat customer, a lifelong customer who really loves you and your business. All of that is important. All of that definitely has a place and all of that definitely is a benefit of building community. But also building community just creates such a more joyful environment for you and your followers. When you post every single day, you're going to feel excited to get to communicate with people in your community, to get to serve them and show up for them. You're doing it not just for you, but you're doing it for them. And speaking of them, they're going to feel a lot more joy as well. They're going to feel way more engaged, not just from a likes and saves and comments point of view, but just actually entertained. They're going to feel like their needs are being met, their questions are being answered, and their problems are being solved. It's going to be so much more of a rewarding environment for them to be a part of rather than just another person they follow on Instagram. This is something that I've been personally working on for quite a while now. And after my rapid growth, and I think it is fair to say after, because while I am still growing a lot on Instagram, still probably at a rate of between 500 and 1,000 followers per day, it's not quite what it was at, let's say, the end of 2021, where it was like 1,500 followers on a bad day. At that time, it was crazy. Every single time I would open up my Instagram app, I would go up by another K from 103 to 104 to 105 K, just one after the other. And I say that with pride. I'm very proud of the rapid growth that I have, but I also recognize that when you're growing that fast, it's really tough to build a strong sense of community. Think about it this way. If you were in the real world and you lined up 300,000 people in a line and you just one after the other, a thousand a day shook their hand and met them, they wouldn't feel that connected to you. But if you only met a couple people each day, you would have a lot more a lot higher chance, I should say, of building a relationship with them and making sure that they feel like they're a valued member of your community. So if you're someone who isn't growing super fast on Instagram, maybe you're not growing at all. Maybe you're even losing followers. Maybe you have 130 followers and just no matter what you do, you can't grow. This episode is great for you because you have the unique position, the unique power to be able to build a really strong community and really connect with those people because you don't have to worry about leaving out hundreds of thousands of other people. 
So building a strong community really matters. And it's something that I wanted to make a focal point on my Instagram following my rapid growth. I knew that I now had over half a million followers on Instagram and a lot of them had no idea who I really was. They saw one of my reels, they started following me because I was funny or because I danced or because I caught their attention because I gave them a quick tip, but they didn't really know me. They didn't know Brock. They didn't know anything about my background. They didn't know my history. They didn't even know my age. A lot of them didn't even know what I did for a living. A lot of my new followers think that I work for Instagram and I can somehow get them verified or get them unshadow banned when neither of those things are possible. Because of course, I don't work for Instagram. So I had this huge follower base, but I wouldn't say I had a huge community. I definitely had a community. I definitely had some loyal followers. I definitely had some super fans, some people who really loved my content and knew everything there was about me. They followed my wife. They followed my dog. They followed our Airstream account. They were really plugged in. They listened to the podcast. And maybe even as you're listening right now, you know that's you. And if that is you, I appreciate you. I love you so much. But I also recognize that following my rapid growth, there wasn't a strong sense of community on my Instagram. And I knew that eventually the growth would slow. I knew that eventually the virality would peter out. And I wanted to make sure that there was a community there so that once this viral kick was over, there was still engagement. People still felt like they knew me. People still felt like they should continue following me and they were really invested in me, my brand, and my community more than just, say, another person they follow on Instagram. So I knew it was important. And I've been strategically over the last, gosh, even since my wedding, so almost over the last six months, that I've been really intentional about building this community on Instagram. Also, recently, I started reading the book Superfans by Pat Flynn, which we are big Pat Flynn fans here at Build Your Tribe. If you listen to Superfans, spoiler alert, you will hear my mom's name a few times in the show because she's one of Pat's mentors and they've worked together many times. I mean, Pat is a wonderful, wonderful human being and his book, Superfans, is a wonderful, wonderful book about building super fans, building this super strong, close-knit sense of community. And in the book, he describes it as a pyramid. And you can picture this pyramid right now. It is a four-tiered pyramid with the bottom tier being the people who don't really know you. They're not a member of your community. They don't follow you. Then the tier right above that, which of course gets a little bit smaller, is the community that follows you, but they're not really engaged. They don't really engage with your posts or comment on them or interact with other people in your community. They follow you, but it's pretty passive. It's like they're on the email list, but they don't really ever open the emails. Then the tier above that, the third tier as we work our way up the pyramid, is the people who are engaged followers, the people who are following commenting, saving, sharing, opening your emails, clicking on your links, attending your lives, those sorts of people. And oftentimes those people are customers, but they might not be what we would call lifers. They might not be a part of your tribe, so to speak. And then the top tier of that pyramid, the very top triangle is the super fans, as Pat describes it. The people who are loyal, lifelong followers, subscribers, customers of you, your brand, and your business. They'll follow you no matter where you go. They know the inside jokes. They know about your personality. They are the people who are truly invested in you as a creator or a business owner. And ultimately, that should be what we are after. Because like I said at the beginning, that's what's so much more rewarding. That's what's so much more engaging. That's what's so much more joyful to be a part of is a group of super fans rather than just a group of disconnected followers. 
So with that being said, I'm going to share with you eight ways that I've strategically increased my sense of community on Instagram. And before we even get into these, I want to say that it is something that I have noticed recently. It's been really, really refreshing, really making me very happy over the last month or two to really see the benefits of all this work that I've been putting into building community. I'm noticing that people are bringing up jokes. They're talking about insider lingo. They're referencing things in my life. They're paying attention to me as a person and my personality and my quirks and my unique things about myself that make me and my brand special. And it's really rewarding to see that because for a while there, it really felt like people loved my content. They liked what I could give them, but they didn't feel plugged in. Now to see the length of comments increasing, the length of the average direct message that I'm receiving is increasing, the amount of follow-up visits and return followers and people who are messaging me day after day is continuing to increase. And all of these things are also leading to an increased overall engagement on my profile. It's really great to see that even though I'm not growing at the extreme unimaginable rate that I was at the end of 2021 anymore, my engagement is still really high. And in fact, it's even increasing, which really makes me happy. So the way that I've done that is with eight different strategies, and I'm going to share them with you right now. Number one is I've started sharing more personal Instagram stories, especially over the last few months as my wife, Tay, and I have been living in our Airstream trailer with our two dogs. We've been snowboarding a ton. We've been traveling a ton. And so I've been sharing a lot more of that on my Instagram stories. Rather than keeping my stories strictly related to my niche, I have been, as I like to say, letting my freak flag fly a little bit more on my Instagram stories, just sharing the things that make me me. A couple days ago, I talked about how I forgot that it was pie day. That's P-I as in the number 3.14159, so on and so forth. Well, anyways, March 15th is 315, and so it's pie day, and I didn't realize that till the end of the day. So I posted on my story about, oh my gosh, I forgot, but don't worry, I just ordered an Uber Eats delivery order for a pie. And yes, I'm having someone deliver me a single slice of apple pie to the trailer. I posted about that. I then posted when I got the pie and a bunch of people were then messaging me about how they forgot or they just ordered a pie or they decided to have a cupcake tonight in place of a pie or their son was talking about how it was pie day and how now they think of me as their son, this sort of thing. And so it just builds a stronger sense of community. And I did that by sharing more personal stories. So my recommendation for you is to just allow more of your personal life to be seen on your Instagram stories. At the end of the day, that's what Instagram stories are for. Hey, I know I've been talking about the Insta Club Hub, and I know some of you may have joined the Insta Club Hub in the past, or you may have done a trial with us before, but I wanted to let you know that we've spent the last 10 months and we've spent tens of thousands of dollars making the club brand new. We've renovated. It's a total home makeover for the Insta Club Hub with all new features to make it really streamlined for you to have success on Instagram. One of my favorite new features is as soon as you join, you take an assessment to kind of gauge where you're at on Instagram. And then based off that assessment, we recommend a customized playlist of videos for you to watch in sequential order so you can get to growing 
faster and you don't have to figure it out on your own. We also just launched the Insta Clubhub directory, which is a private members only directory where you can advertise your services as a social media manager. You can look for someone to hire. You can look for people to collaborate with. You can even search out other people who are in your industry to see what they're doing. So you can find other Insta Clubbers who you can then network with, collaborate with, hype each other up, and even possibly do business together. So the Insta Club Hub is totally redesigned and it's our goal, like I said, to get you growing on Instagram and get you making money on Instagram in as little time as possible. You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. So my recommendation for you is to just allow more of your personal life to be seen on your Instagram stories. At the end of the day, that's what Instagram stories are for. Instagram stories are for the people who have already entered into tier two of your pyramid of fandom, right? So they're already in that second tier from the bottom. They know who you are and they've pressed follow. Some of those people are maybe even already in that third tier where they're already engaged followers. In fact, you can even make the argument that because they're watching your story, they are in tier two. They are the engaged followers. And so in order to get them across that line and into the top tier of super fans, you can do that by sharing more personal stories. The second way that I've built a stronger community on Instagram is I've started to share more opinionated posts. And I've talked about this a few times on BYT, but I'm not saying to be opinionated for the sake of being opinionated. I'm not talking about being controversial for the sake of getting canceled or stirring up drama, but we all have certain opinions that we share, beliefs that we hold that not everyone else on the planet holds. By definition, the majority of your opinions aren't going to be held by 100% of your followers. And so by sharing your opinions, by sharing your beliefs and your values, you allow your super followers, or I should say your potential super followers, to engage, to connect on a deeper level, to feel like they really are a part of that community. Or if they don't feel like they agree, they are going to do one of three things. They're going to comment and tell you they disagree, which is fine. That can lead to great conversations, open communication, and just a greater sense of overall understanding, plus more engagement for you. They can B, keep following you, but just not really engage with that post, which is fine. We all have friends who we don't agree with all of their opinions, but we're still their friend. Or C, they're going to so violently and vehemently, which is, I think, the correct usage of that word, disagree with you that they're going to unfollow. And in that case, if they really disagree with you that strongly and they are that opposed to what you're saying, you probably don't want them following you anyways because they were never going to move up in the tiers of fandom. So starting to share more opinionated posts. And of course, all of this is said with the disclaimer that your posts should still be niche related if they are going to be feed posts. So you can start to share more opinionated stories that are non-niche related. But if you're going to share to your feed, as we always say, those should be niche related. So just make sure it's an opinion or a belief or a value that is related to your niche in some way. And then the other disclaimer that I want to make is Of course, this is the internet, this is social media, so if you share something that's opinionated or controversial, be ready for the backlash, be ready for the trolls, be ready for the haters, be ready for the people who might strongly disagree and have a nasty way of saying it. 
The third way that I've built a stronger community on Instagram is I've introduced a way to reward my followers and thank them for being super loyal. And it's called the follower of the week. I try to announce it every Friday or every Saturday and I just pick someone who has been super engaged. And I make that very clear is that I'm picking them not because they randomly entered into a prize drawing, but because they went above and beyond. They were super engaged. They were super loyal. Maybe they signed up for my email list or they listened to BYT that week or they direct messaged me every single day or they commented on every single one of my posts. Basically, I am explaining to all of my followers, here's how I would like you to engage. Here's what it means to be an exemplary community member. And at the same time, I'm recognizing and rewarding one of my community members. And I got to tell you, it has been the coolest thing to see that every single person who I've chosen as follower of the week has gone on to become the highest level super fan. I think I've now selected about... 30 different followers of the week and every single one of those people I feel like I could select them the next week and the next week and the next week because it's amazing what people will do and how they will continue to engage and interact once they have been recognized for doing so. I don't know if it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy or if it's like now that they feel that they've been recognized, they feel like they have to maintain this level. I don't know what it is, but probably 25 of the 30 followers of the week are still my most engaged followers to this day, even for some of them six months later. And so the follower of the week has been a great way for me to reward and recognize my followers for their amazing, outstanding engagements. The fourth way that I've built a stronger sense of community on Instagram is I've started to do more storytelling in my feed posts, which again, because their feed posts are going to be niche related, but you can still incorporate stories from your personal life to explain and teach points or lessons or captivate your audience in a way that relates to your niche. Let me give you an example of that. I love snowboarding. I mentioned that earlier. Snowboarding is something that I do multiple days a week during the winter when I can. Snowboarding has nothing to do with my niche of growing your following, but I could tell a story from my personal life, from my snowboarding personal life that relates to growing your following. I could talk about how tough it is on the early days of snowboarding where you're constantly on your butt, you're always falling down, you feel like you're never going to get it, and then one day you finally link your first turn and it clicks and you never look back. And I could relate that to growing on Instagram. In fact, this actually might be a post that you see me make in the future because I feel like that might be a great post. Or maybe I'm going to make a post about how in snowboarding you're always checking the weather and you're checking the forecast and the temperature and the snow predictions. When ultimately Ultimately, none of those things are within your control. And maybe I could compare that to the algorithm or how we are so obsessively tracking our insights on social media when really it's just our content that we can control, not necessarily the amount of engagement we're receiving. And so I can incorporate personal storytelling in order to exemplify posts relating to my niche. And in that way, my audience is still being served in the way that I promised I would serve them my niche, but they're able to learn about me in the process. They're learning about what makes me tick. They're able to resonate with me. They're able to feel really relatable to me, right? They're able to see themselves in me. Also, just storytelling in general allows people's mirror neurons to fire so they feel more connected to you. They feel like they're experiencing the story when you're telling it, so they don't view you 
telling the story and living it. They view themselves as if they were experiencing the story, which is just great for bonding. It's great for community. Storytelling in general, super powerful for building community. And when you can incorporate personal stories into your niche-related feed posts, even better. The fifth thing that I have done to build a stronger community, and I didn't even realize this until I was reading Superfans by Pat Flynn, was that I named my community. And this is something that I did a few months ago, just because, again, I had grown a lot, and I felt like I wanted to have some kind of fun way to refer to my audience. I didn't like calling them my followers or my viewers or my audience. I wanted a more specific way to refer to them in the way that here at Build Your Tribe, we call you a member of our tribe. You're a tribe member. Well, on Instagram, I refer to my followers as Brockstars. I put up a blank story sticker one day and I allowed my audience to come up with their own names. I said, hey, what should we call you? I'm trying to come up with a name for my community. What should we call ourselves? And I got a bunch of responses. Brockstars seemed to be a pretty common one. And then I took the top four and I put them into a poll and I let everyone vote. So this way, I was giving everyone an opportunity to share their opinion, to have a voice, to communicate with me. It wasn't just a one-to-many monologue. It was a true dialogue back and forth, a conversation between myself and my followers. And ultimately, they voted for Brockstars. So I went with it. I started calling my audience Brockstars. Now they could identify with my posts and with other members of my community because they have a shared name for themselves. They have a way to refer to themselves and it just makes it that much easier to be a part of the community. It's hard to be a part of a community if you don't know what to call the community or to call yourself as a member of the community. It's a lot easier to say, I'm a Californian. I'm an American. I'm from planet Earth, rather than saying, you know, I'm from that one state that's on the left side, the west coast of the United States, and it's beachy, but there's also mountains, and there's also desert, and we, it's like really expensive to live there. You know, that, that's where I'm from. It's a lot easier to be like, yeah, I'm a Californian. You're able to describe the community that you are a part of because it has a name. The sixth thing that I've done to build a stronger sense of community on Instagram, and this is something that I have always done and always preached doing, is I respond to everyone. Now, of course, sometimes people slip through the cracks, there's exceptions to every rule, but I try my dang hardest to make sure that every single comment I receive and every single message I get, gets a response. In fact, I've even gone so far as to hire a community member. She's absolutely wonderful. And her name is Kendra, and she is my right-hand person. She is the extension of me on Instagram. She has learned my voice. She knows my responses. She knows everything I'm going to say. If she ever isn't sure, she can just text me and ask me a quick question, but she helps me respond to the thousands of comments and hundreds of direct messages that I receive every single day. Now, if you are someone who isn't receiving that volume of messages, you could probably maintain it on your own and respond to everyone. But once you get to that level that you're getting too many messages that you can't respond to anymore, you might want to consider hiring a community manager or a virtual assistant who's going to respond to people on your behalf, also known as a customer service agent really, really helpful, makes sure that people feel seen, feel heard. And when people are members of your community, you want to make sure that they feel that way. If people feel like they're commenting, asking questions and messaging you, and they rarely get a response or even worse, they never get a response. They're not going to want to stay a member of that community. But like, let's take this to the extreme end of the spectrum. If you were to, let's say, send Justin Bieber a direct message and a couple minutes later, you got a DM 
and let's say, you know, hypothetically, you knew it wasn't from one of his hundreds of staff members, it was from Justin or from his community manager, you would feel a lot more connected to Justin than if you hadn't. And I know it's impossible for someone like Justin Bieber, who's getting millions and millions of DMs every single day, but for most of us who are not A-list top-tier superstar celebrities, you can respond to as many people as possible and make sure that they feel like they are actually being heard as a member of your community. The seventh way that I have built a stronger sense of community on Instagram is by incorporating inside jokes insider lingo and kind of reoccurring skits or characters. One person who I know who does this really, really well is Virginia Kerr. She's at this is Virginia Kerr on Instagram. She was formerly a newscaster and she has used a lot of her tips and a lot of what she picked up and learned in that profession and applies them now to her videos on Instagram. But one thing that she does superbly is reoccurring characters. She has characters that represent different members of her audience. And in that way, her audience, aka her community, is able to that much more resonate with what she's posting because she is literally playing a character that is based off of them. She has one that's called Carol the Cat Lover. She has People Pleasers Express where she pretends like she's like working at a diner and she's communicating with a people pleaser because so many of her followers and so many other entrepreneurs who look to her for advice are also people pleasers. So having these reoccurring skits and characters allows people to really identify with her content, look forward to her content, and just feel like they're connected to it. If you're a brand new follower of hers and you see her do a People Pleasers Express, you might not care that much. But if you've been following her for a few weeks or a few months, and this is, let's say, the eighth People Pleasers Express that you've seen, you're gonna watch it because you're connected to that character as a part of the community. Some of the things that I've done within my own community is I've really leaned into the fact that I am not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes and those are most evident in my typos. I remember when I had the big drama where I tried to change my Instagram name to Instagram Growth Coach, but I made a typo and it said Instagame Growth Coach, but because I was verified, I had to wait 60 days to change it. And so for two months, my account said Instagame Growth Coach. That was really funny. My audience loved laughing at that and they loved looking at me as someone who was leading the way in the anti-perfectionist crusade and that allowed them to feel more bonded to me and more connected to me as a creator and to each other within this community rather than again just individual members who are all following one figurehead. I've also started to use the same phrase quite often which is either just press post or just post it. At the end of Build Your Tribe almost every episode that I record I end by saying happy networking. And that's a way that you, as a listener of Build Your Tribe, can start to feel like there's a sense of routine, of normalcy, things that you're going to expect. Insider jokes, insider lingo can create that feeling as well. The eighth and final way that I built a stronger sense of community on Instagram relates to my sharing of typos, and that is expressing and sharing your failures, your frustrations, your struggles, things you're not good at, things you're working on, because we all have those things. 
We all get frustrated sometimes. We all fail. We all make missteps. We all have errors and issues from time to time. And ignoring them and pretending like life is perfect and everything is rainbows and sunshine and lollipops and everything is perfectly filtered and photoshopped, that creates a disconnect between you and your followers. And that makes it that much harder to create a sense of community. So share those things, share the failures, share the missteps, share what's going on, be vulnerable and authentic, right? Those are buzzwords that we hear floating around on Instagram all the time. Oh, you need to be vulnerable. You need to be authentic. What does that mean? That means just be honest. Like tell us when things go wrong. Tell us when you fail. Tell us when you make a post that did really bad. Tell us when you're really proud of a post that you're excited about. Share the full scope of what it means to be a human and what it means to be you. And your audience is that much more likely to connect with you because of it. They're going to find you relatable. They're going to find you as a breath of fresh air in the social media landscape where people are always trying to be perfect and look their best. You are the person who's just real and honest and authentic. I hope you've learned something from today's podcast. I hope that whether you have 150 followers or 150,000 followers, you're able to apply some of these strategies into your own Instagram account to build a stronger sense of community because it is truly one of the best things that you can do. And I appreciate you for being a member of this community. Being a tribe member, a Build Your Tribe listener, it means a lot to my mom and I. As we always say, we put Build Your Tribe and podcast listeners in general up on a higher pedestal within our own followerscape. Like if you come up to us at a speaking event and you're like, hey, I follow you on Instagram and I see your reels, I'm going to say thank you and I appreciate that because I truly do. But if you come up to me and you're like, hey, I loved episode 256 of Build Your Tribe where you talked about this, this, that. I'm going to flip and love you because I know that you are a true highest level member of this community. And I appreciate you for being here. Truly, I do. So thank you so much for listening today. And as always, happy networking.